Hello and welcome back to the Trap Game Podcast. I am your host, Mark Ruthop, and today I have a special guest. He's back. He's ready to go. His name is Stevie Merck. Hello, hello. Hey, we are so glad to have you back, my man. You know, like I said, it's fun talking into a microphone by myself, but I love having you here. Um, newly minted Yankee fan. Oh, what what a decision it's been. I, I mean, I'm loving it for you. Right. Isn't it just the greatest thing? No, ever? it's unbelievable. And, and, you know, some people come up to me like, Steve, you're bandwagoning. I tell them, no, no, no. I took a simple hiatus from the sport itself, <laughs> um, but we're back in full effect. You know, it's good to be uh, part of the Yanks again. Absolutely. Um, what went into the decision making? Because I know, you know, you've had Mets influence in your life. Yeah. You've had Yan- a little bit of Yankees influence in your life. And I want to know what led you down the path of picking the Bronx Bombers. Uh, okay, that's a great question. So someone comes up to you, right? And, and they have and they have a plate filled with steak and eggs and 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 home fries and all these beautiful dishes, right? And then and then you get a piece of bread, right? It, you know, I'm going with the steak and the home fries. I'm going with, with the the secure with with the trusted brand. You know what I mean? And so for me, it was nothing more than a simple decision of. Who do I want to root for for the rest of my days? Absolutely. You want the steak or do you want the bread? Do you want the piece of toast? Do you want, you want the full steak? Sirloin, you know? I'm going sirloin there, so. Oh, man. And, I mean, we went to a game. Your first game, oh. and I don't know how long. Oh, no, Yankee years. Stadium. Yankee Stadium. I, don't even, I didn't even remember it. Like, right. It's been that long. So. And what a game we got to see. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I think we both won a little bit of money that day. Oh, yeah. It was good. It was good for us. We got to see Aaron Judge's first career walk-off home run. Right. I mean, we got on TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. Which is still the best picture. We need that, like, framed. Right. <laughs> oh, dude. We're going to. So, we are going to eventually get on YouTube, guys. And when we do... You guys are going to see this picture behind us because we are going to frame it. It does look like me and Steve are just having the worst time. And I'm telling you, like, we were having a blast. And I still cannot for the life of me figure out when he actually got that in. I know. I I don't remember. I I want to say it was like when, like, the... The, the crew was out there, like, mop, like uh, sweeping the field or whatever. Getting it ready. Yeah, getting it ready. I think we were just kind of watching. And, like... Yeah. And it literally looked like we were about to punch children. <laughs> like, we looked so upset. But, yeah, man, it, it was a great time. We, uh, Yankee Nation is, you know, the evil empire is proud to have you. Oh, you appreciate know. you guys. It's, uh, it's been a ride. Yeah. And, and I don't think none of us thought, I mean, what a year to join Yankee Nation, yeah. like by far the best team, and even when the Mets are really good, the Yankees just have to be a little bit better. Oh yeah, they're, that <laughs> you know, it's they're just, a step ahead. You yeah, know what I every mean? time, and everyone is just like, and, and myself included. We talked about this and how bad I thought the Yankees off season went. I mean, Cashman is just shoving it right up everyone. Oh yeah, you know, and and. Uh, I can I couldn't be more happy he is. No, oh man, and I love that man. You yeah. know, so it, it's it's really awesome. The yeah. Yankees are a great franchise. It's just amazing. I'm really excited for that new Derek Jeter documentary coming it's out. Coming out in I think a few weeks now. Yeah, yeah. I tried to watch it the other day. 
but I was uh, so disappointed. What like they have it up already? Okay. It's like oh, not until July, whatever. Uh-huh. I'm like, so why even have it up? Why, why do that? To I, me? Why do that? You know that's my favorite player, ESPN, and you're just gonna you're just gonna tickle my fancy a little bit. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> it's not right. It's not. It's absolutely not right. And now I'm gonna never watch ESPN again. No, that's yeah. a lie. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, man, it's it's awesome. Glad to have you back. But I do want to get your thoughts because. The, the meat and potatoes of the episode, uh, I wanted to go over NFL division winners. Football is coming up quick. Um, but it's going to be here before we know it. And I know you guys know, Steve, that's where we started when Steve came in is spread picks. And we're obviously going to get back to that because, I mean, I think that's my favorite time of year oh, is 100%. to get to do that yeah. every week. Um so, yeah, we're going to go over division winners. We're going to try and get in the entire NFL uh, this week. But if not, we'll just split it up and record uh, the other division next week. We're going to start with the NFC for sure. Um, before we get into that, though, I was talking about it a little bit last week. The LIV. Oh. Okay. It's, uh, it's having some ripple effects. And like I said last week, you have a lot of guys that were speaking out against it. But when those when those dollars start to show up, they start to get a little uh, a little squirrely. Yeah. And the yeah. Lux, the last two guys to leave um, in the last couple days is Brooks Kepka, another pretty big name guy, multiple major winner, has won many many tournaments, and Abraham Answer, who is not always in the leaderboard, but he can definitely threaten. Yeah, he's a golfer. Um, so I wanted to get your thoughts. Like, you think this is bad for the sport? Do you think it's good the PGA actually has a little bit of competition and now they're going to try new things? Because for so long, the PGA has just been the PGA. No changing, same majors, same same amount of money, but they're seeing this push from the LIV and now they've added bigger purses. Yep. They've added a couple tournaments. Right. Um... From what I saw, it's going to start in 2023. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Listen, it it, it could be something where, like, down the road, you know, it, it changes the sport in a way where it's like, all right, maybe now guys will play in different tournaments and right. maybe they'll hop back and forth. But you know, it's such a hypothetical at this point, and right now, I'm just seeing it as like the, the PGA just getting these guys snacked from them. You know what I mean? Like. Well, I'm going to turn on the the Masters, and who am I going to be watching? You know, and it's on a weekly basis. Too. Yeah, yeah, and it's just one of those things that's like I personally, I I don't love it. I don't love what the LIV is like doing with like it's like what is it, 54 holes or something? And it's yeah, like it's three three rounds. There's no cuts. No cuts. Yeah, so it's, it's just all, they play on teams, but you still have an individual winner. Yeah, I, I don't I don't I'm not I'm not a fan of it just for that reason. I feel like golf's one of those sports where it's like you know. You only can you can change it only so much before you start to lose some integrity that goes right. behind the whole idea of golf. Like, what are they going to start riding around on golf carts soon? They're not even going to walk the course anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know right. what I mean? Right. Like these guys. I, I don't know. I just I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of it. I like seeing all those guys compete against each other for the PGA. Yeah. Like something that we know and that we've grown up on. It's been around for who knows how many years now. Uh, and I just feel like it, it sucks. I, I don't like it. I'm not. I, yeah, and to your point, um, at what point and how many people, at least decent name guys, do they need to lose for like guys like Rory, guys like Justin Thomas? If they're winning every week, it kind of just it doesn't have the same feel to it because you're losing guys like DJ every week. You're right. losing Kepkas. You're losing Deschambeaus. Um, so I, I mean, I 100% agree with you. It's 
the integrity of the sport is definitely like in the balance right now. Oh yeah. The the weight of the major. Well, I guess they're still letting all those guys play in the majors still, which I is is still good because you have that integrity still for all the majors. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the FedEx Cup doesn't really mean anything. Like your overall points leader, you know, and and like I said, it's kind of like your top tier quarterbacks, your starting quarterbacks going to that new football league, you know, right. like you're losing those guys. And, you know, if you, if you lose, say, you know, like I said, Josh Allen, that, that's kind of what I compared Dustin Johnson leaving. Like if Josh uh-huh. Allen was to leave the bills uh-huh. and go play in that other league, right? D- does it really feel great beating the bills anymore? No, man, it's not the same. It really, it can't be. Cause it's, you know, the, these uh, these guys, and yes, there's always going to be new guys coming in, and and yeah, the, the younger crowd might decide against the LIV and 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 you know cater towards more PGA, but that that again is one of those things where it's like you can't bank on that. Right now, we have the, the facts are people are leaving. You know, they're not sticking around. They're going for the bigger money. They're going for hey, let's uh let's go play elsewhere. And yeah, it's a little different, but listen, I'm getting paid X amount more. And it's a big number. It's not. It's not these guys like a hundred million dollars signing bonuses signing to go bonus. play. Jeez, man. Yeah. And I saw saw yesterday, I believe that that the Saudi investment fund that is funding the LIV tournament is worth six hundred billion dollars. With a B. With a B. With a B. Hmm. What what's the PGA worth? <laughs> Couple billion, five billion, maybe. Yeah. No. No. Not that. Exactly. Not so. That. Uh, can the PGA can they survive this? Is they, the question. I think we need like we need someone. Need, I don't know who it's got to be. Maybe, maybe like a Tiger Woods, right? Right. He needs to step in and 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 do something where he can like attract more attention without throwing the dollar bills at the players. Something because at this at this rate, man, who who are we gonna, who's the PGA gonna have left? You know, yeah, you're gonna have those guys who are gonna stick with the PGA, and I right. and I think it shows that much class from those players that yeah. are like. No, this is the PGA. This is why I got into golf. You know, I wanted to play in these tournaments against these guys. Right. And it wasn't really, yeah, the dollar bills mattered, but like, it's not like they're making no money. They're still making money when they win. Well, you know? 100%. But the thing is, like, you can't trust anything any of the current players are saying right now because Dustin Johnson, I'm, he put out an entire statement. I'm committed to the PGA. I want to be here, my legacy, blah, blah, blah. Then he leaves like oh, two weeks later. Yeah, like, right. Brooks Kepka was getting annoyed by being asked about it at the play or at the U.S. Open not even a week ago. And he leaves not even a week later. So, you know, when you see, and I'm not saying he is going to leave, but like when you see guys like Justin Thomas, when you see guys like Rory McIlroy, when they're saying all these things against this tournament, but you've got you've had guys saying the same thing, and they're still leaving yeah. because money talks. At the end of the day, it really right. does. And now they only have to play one week less. I think it's only eight or nine tournaments that they have to play in right now. And as this thing grows, they'll obviously add more tournaments onto it. But I mean, how how are you not attracted by it? Oh yeah, point? yeah. No, and that, that's a fair point too, actually, because it is one of those things where it's like you know these guys like maybe they wanted something new, maybe they want to try something else out, but. Uh, you know, it's, it just it, it does it does kind of suck. It does. I, 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 I don't I do not like it. I, I I don't I don't want to. I hope within the next two years they all come back because something went terribly wrong. You know, 
Well, Something more, like that, you know, yeah. where it's like, maybe it doesn't work out. I, I mean, know, I but. would, uh, more than that, though, like, I would hope that eventually the PGA, like, lets it coexist. Oh, that's You know what I mean? Yeah, like, the all the major championships are letting these guys come back and play already, the ones that are part of the LIV tour. But, like, these guys are kind of private contractors, you know, they're not signed to any contracts with the team. They're not signed exclusively to the PGA. They have their PGA Tour card, which I guess is the only exclusiveness of being on the PGA. But why can't it coexist? Why can't you let some guys go and play, you know... Like I said, it's not every week that this tournament is going on. Right, right. You know, and I think the PGA is either A, it's a knee-jerk reaction to ban all these guys that are going to play in it, or they're they're really just this threatened and be like, hey, if you leave, you're not coming back. And that's not scaring a lot of guys away. No, it's not. Obviously. Right. Because they're still going to be able to play golf, you know. At the end of the day, that's what they want to do. They want to hit some golf balls and make some money for it. And, you know, if they care more about the money or, you know, whatever, than the actual PJ itself, then they're going to go elsewhere. And, you know, it's one of those things. But a coexistent, coexistent, Coexisting? Coexistence. Yeah, coexistence. <laughs> Coexisting, thank you. yeah. Um, that's an interesting take on the situation because I genuinely think that could be something cool where it's like, and I don't know if this is completely comp- comparable, the two, but you know how like in, um, you know how like in soccer, there's like the Champions League and then you have like the, you have like the, um, you have oh, yeah, like the you different, have the Premier yeah, League, the Premier League the uh, Syria, right, yeah. all those leagues where it's like, you know, that you play for that one thing throughout the year, so maybe that could be like the PGA or something, and then towards the end, there's the bigger tournament with the bigger money and the bigger whatever. Right. Had LIV in this case. Something like that, right? I just thought of that now, but I, I think that's interesting to think about, you know, trying to figure that out. I think so, too. You know? And I mean, you see it with mixed martial arts nowadays. For so long, it was pretty much just exclusively the UFC, and then Bellator came in a little bit, the bare knuckle boxing, like... They are taking the lower-end fighters for the most part, the, the people that couldn't make it in the UFC. But, I mean, the LIV is opening up an avenue where you're going to have free agency for golf now, and the PGA better figure something out or they're going to keep losing guys. Dude, yeah. No, they will. They will. And, you know, who knows what that will do. It will make the PGA suck. It honestly <laughs> will. You're, gonna, you're seriously going to have guys like Justin Thomas, Rory, Spieth, like – they're going to be the ones winning every week because they don't have that. They don't have the competition anymore. Yeah, and, might, and it also could be something where it's like it's for like the younger guys of the PGA down the road, where it's like, listen, the LIV's not going to pay these younger guys the big money yet, but they can prove themselves in the PGA and then move to the LIV. Or, that- or that's exactly what they're going to do because you know that they are researching these kids coming out of college. You know, like you get a kid like Will Zalatoris that might not make money right away in his rookie season because he's still technically an amateur. And the LIV might be just like, hey, I'll give you $50 million to come play over here. And then obviously you can still win the money that you're going to win on tour. Right. No. So you, we fair. might lose out on guys like Will Zalatoris, the Matthew Fitzpatricks, the, the young kids that are coming up and making a name for themselves. We, you might start losing those guys if the PGA, you know, start doesn't start changing that too. You know what they should do? I would love to hear. It. Okay, so this is what they do. You got you have the guys in the LIV, you have the guys in the PGA, right? Right. The top guy from each division, uh, from each league, play each other. Winner of that, that that uh, they die. 
<laughs> a little obsessive. Okay, I was going to say, the winner of that, right? They play each other, the winners of both of those leagues. Okay. And then the winning player in that 1v1 matchup, that uh, league gets to stay. The other league got Bob. Gone. Bob. <laughs> just like one like winner-take-all situation. They, they might prefer just dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like, At I don't, that point, they're yeah. like, I don't want to do this. It's an absolute it's, battle to the death. Oh, my goodness. Golf dude, clubs no. only. I would love to see that. I mean, I'm That would be the most anticipated, <laughs> most watched golf matchup of all time. Of all time. The, either the PGA is going forever yeah. or this brand new league. Dude, the revenue they'd pull from that? Oh, my goodness. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, the PGA would just be able to go start PGA number two. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, man, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Over these next couple weeks, even because, like I said, like guys are leaving every single day. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. It seems. Um, yeah, really. But yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll go into. Sorry if you guys hear a little screaming in the back. It's my ten month old daughter. She's uh, definitely finding her voice recently. Um, but yeah, let's go into a little NFL. We are gonna go into the NFC first, and you know it was your suggestion. We are gonna start with the NFC West. We're gonna start. With the division champions, um, the Rams are obviously number one at plus 135, the 49ers plus 180, the Arizona Cardinals at plus 300, and the Seattle Seahawks at plus 1600. Um, I mean, honestly, it's hard to pick against the Rams. Yeah, you can't. I feel like you can't. Granted, 49ers, good team, good defense. I, I think they, they'll, they'll. I think they're going to do some damage next year. Do you trust Trey Lance, though? That's the big question. No, I don't. No, I don't. But I think he's got enough pieces around him where he can make it work to an extent. You know? Yeah. You know, he's still a professional. I think with the pieces they have, the defense they have, I think they still do damage. But again, I agree with you. You don't go against the Rams here, especially yeah. they've made some good signings. And there's so many, there's still so many questions around the 49ers. I mean, even around the Cardinals. Yeah, like, what do you think about the Cardinals? You think you have like um, a chance to even make the playoffs? I think to make the playoffs, I think they can sneak in. Um, it really depends on what their record is when DeAndre Hopkins comes back off a of suspension. How um, how effective Marquise Brown can be. Yeah. In that system, oh, yeah, and how fast true. that they can get him, you know, and he's such a different player than DeAndre Hopkins, and I don't think he was worth a first round pick. I mean, hopefully I'm wrong, and hopefully he comes out and is the best wide receiver in the NFL. But I just don't see that being the case, um, and I think he's he will benefit when DeAndre Hopkins comes back. Right. But I think they're just going to be able to shut him down for the most part through that first six games. And we already know my feelings about Kyler Murray. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm not one to hide it. Mm. And when I see these odds, it even makes me more upset what he's trying to get from the Cardinals and what the Cardinals are saying they're going to pay him. If you're the highest paid player in the NFL, you should not be ever. And I, I get it. Odds are subjective. You have to still play the games. But you should not be the third favorite in the division when you're the highest paid player from what they're saying in the NFL history. Yes. It is a little difficult when you're going up against Super Bowl champions. One thing I'll say. That's fair. The one thing. But I agree. It's like, you know, when, you, when you're when you getting paid the big bucks like that, you know, play play the game. Right. Play the sport. Figure it out. You know, don't don't whine. Don't, don't complain about anything. 
get with your team. Hey guys, we need to make some changes this off season, and then you know get a get a schedule going. Get, get, the Cardinals you know. had a horrible off season. Yeah, they they didn't really add anyone. I was going to say yeah, I, I didn't see anything. The, their biggest addition was Marquise Brown, right. and then they they lost uh, Chandler Jones. Oh. They um, obviously, I mean, they didn't completely lose him, but you lose DeAndre Hopkins for six games. Yeah, you lose Christian Kirk to the Jags. Um, they didn't really add anything on their defense. They lost Jordan Hicks, who was an absolute stud the last two years for them, and he he leaves. So now you're really banking that Isaiah Simmons and Xavion Collins, their two first round picks the last two consecutive years. Really have to step up. Really have to step up for them to have any chance of being any good. Sure. Um, they're ba- you're banking on James Conner to have another huge year. You're banking on Zach Ertz to keep improving. You're banking on J.J. Watt to actually stay healthy and have a full season for once. Especially now losing Chandler Jones. Um, it, it's you can't. I can't put it 100% on Kyler just because you know. He's not the one signing guys, letting guys walk. But at the end of the day, you have guys like Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, those guys that were paid those big bucks that didn't always have the most talented teams, that always elevated everyone around them oh, yeah. and made them a Super Bowl contender, made them a playoff contender. This tells me that they don't think Kyler is that kind of player. Hmm. So... Um, I mean, and, and it's even more telling that the 49ers are above them with a kid that's never played more than two games in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what he's going to – I really don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. I mean, could be a baller. Could, yeah. You know, could figure it out. But, could be great. But, yeah, again, you, to your point, you know, he hasn't really played a snap. Like a full game as the starter and from week one, yeah. this is his team, you know, and they're they're giving them great odds. So Absolutely. And, yeah. and – you don't even know if the Niners are going to have Debo Samuel yet. Oh, yeah. Because they're saying they're not going to get rid of him and all this stuff, but at the end of the day, Debo Samuels doesn't have to play. Right. He's just be like, okay, well, I'll just wait. I'll wait to go play somewhere else until you guys either trade me or get, you know, release me. And, I mean, all indications is that the Niners are going to hold strong and, and not get rid of him. So, um, yeah, I think we're both on the same page. The Rams – the Rams in this one, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's move on to the NFC South. Um, this division, I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on. You have the Bucks at minus 330, the Saints at plus 380, the Panthers at plus 1,200, and the Falcons at plus 2,500. Um, for me, it comes down to one thing. Does Tom Brady keep defying age? Oh, yeah, dude. It's remarkable. It really is. He, it's ridiculous. It, I, I'm, I'm sick of him, but I, I, I've gotten to the point where I, I, I can't help but obviously I respect the man, but it's like I, I look, I watch him play, and I'm like, dude, he's doing this at 40 what years old now? I think he's what, 44? 45, 45? Maybe? He may probably it's be ridiculous. 45 next year. Yeah, he's, I mean, yeah, but no reason to bet against the guy. I mean, he just continued to prove everyone wrong. And I mean, not in this division. No, not exactly right yeah. now in that division. So The only... I mean, the Panthers obviously won't be a threat. No. Uh, the Falcons are probably going to be a top three pick in the NFL draft yeah, next yeah, year. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, I mean, the Buccaneers, you lose Gronkowski because he just retired, I think, yesterday, two days ago. Saw that. 
is that huge? I think so. Not not so much huge, but you know, I think I think Brady will miss him. But I mean, again, he's just such a professional that he's even at forty five, he's a guy that elevates players around him. Yeah, you know, uh, he's that. done it his entire career. The only way I see that a path to the Saints upsetting here is if Jameis Winston comes back. He is that number one overall pick that he was picked, you know, seven, eight years ago at this point. He plays at that level. Michael Thomas comes back. Right. And he's a top three wide receiver again. Yeah. Alvin Kamara comes back top three running back. Because you easily could get uh, Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara top three in those categories. 100%. Just because they have the skill for it. You yeah. know what I mean? Easily. So. Yeah. So I think, you know, it all comes down to Jameis Winston. Jameis that's the big. That's the big thing. I mean, you lose Sean Payton. Which definitely hurts at the end of the day. The dude is a legend. Um, you, you like him or not, you can't deny how good of a coach he was. Right. And, I mean, defensively, they were solid defensively. And I think they stayed solid defensively. They picked up Tyron Matthew during yes, the offseason, yes. who, who's an absolute stud. They did get Jarvis Landry coming over from the Browns. So, at plus 380, I'm not saying I would take it, but... Is it worth a couple dollars if you have a little money to spend? I think so. Yeah. No, no. The value is there. The value is there. I think there's enough talent on that team, enough you know, uh, enough guys who can actually play the sport that it, it, it could be worth a couple dollars. But then again, it's also Tom. And it's Tom Brady. You know. Tom, it is Tom Brady. I go Tom Brady. I go Tom Brady too. But like I said, like at some point, age has to catch up with him. Yeah. It just has to. Yeah. But I feel like he's the type of guy who's like, he'll just retire at that point. If he's playing so terribly, yeah, he he's might just, out. Yeah, he's out. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Well, then the Saints bets are looking real good. <laughs> looking really really that's good. What Week seven, you get yeah. an update on your phone. Tom Brady is not retired. Tom Brady right. says, fuck it. I'm <laughs> out of here. <laughs> James Winston, MVP numbers. <laughs> we call, send it here first, folks. Here's so, first. so at that point, do we take Bucks to finish last in the NFC South? Even though they, no, are, they are the biggest favorite. No, no, we can't. Yeah, oh no, absolutely not. I, I'm totally kidding. kidding. That's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> um, the NFC East. Uh, okay, so we're we're both in agreement that we have the Rams and the Bucks. Um, the NFC East. We have the Cowboys at plus one fifteen, the Eagles at plus one eighty five, the Commanders at plus five hundred. Not the Washington Football Team anymore, and the Giants at plus eight hundred. Um, I want to see your thoughts here because I I will say I'm not going with the Cowboys. Um, my eyes are closed. Let me. I'm thinking. <laughs> um, the Cowboys, man. That team. That 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 Cowboys team. It is. It is a. It is a wonder of the world. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, they got to be up there with the eighth, eighth or ninth wonder of the world. Because most one of the most talented teams uh, in recent memory, yeah. and just cannot get over that hump. No man, do it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. And it's like they're balling. They're having a great year. A couple of years ago, when Dak gets hurt, and then it's like, oh damn. And then last year, you know, they just you know they had a couple of really strong outings, but it wasn't enough to kind of push them through it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. I don't think I can. I don't think I can go. I'm not going Giants, obviously. I can't go Commanders because Commanders are like, eh. I think Cowboys, man. I hate to be three for three on favorites, but I think Cowboys. They they figure it out enough to the point where they um they're able to win the division. You know, I I have 
I have no reason to believe they won't do that. I mean, and that's that's completely fair. But here's here's my thing. They didn't do anything in the offseason. You lose Amari Cooper. It's a huge loss for them. You lose um, you lose Lyle Collins, their pro all pro guard to the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Um, and nothing they did in the offseason, you know, like really wows you. You know, they're still going to be talented. And you don't – nothing in me tells me that they're any better. If anything, they, they're a little bit worse than they were last year. Zeke is steadily been declining every year. So you can't bank that he's going to have a huge year. Um, and for me – I'm I love the Eagles. You do. I love the Eagles. You just you give Jalen Hurts another year in that system. You give him give the coaching staff, you give the front office another year to start building around him more. Um do I think they're a Super Bowl contender? No, but I do think they are they are completely live to win this division. You add AJ Brown. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Huge, huge pickup in that receiving core. Don't forget about that. Devonte Smith, that kid was a stud his rookie year. That obviously the Heisman winner out of Alabama. He's going to develop. He's going to keep getting better. Yeah. Um, you have they signed Hassan Reddick to come off the edge. He's had great years for the Cardinals and the Panthers respectively the last couple of years. Um, and you don't. They didn't really lose anyone of note. Right, you know what I mean. No, I, I I think that's all valid for sure. I think it's, this is this division that that battle between those two teams, Cowboys Eagles next year. I think it'll be something to watch. Right. I think it will come down to the wire. <clears throat> um, the AJ Brown signing is huge too because now it allows Devonta Smith to kind of uh, not have all the attention kind of yeah. draped on him, and that's gonna be huge because he can just run around. He's gonna run you know around, I mean? and hurts hurts loves to look his way when he is open. You know what I mean? They have that connection, so. Yeah. It is a scary team, but I am a little I'm a little concerned about Jalen Hurts. I think another year for him will be good, but for me it's more of the I take Dak Prescott over Jalen Hurts right now. Right. And I think for that reason I'm going Cowboys because I like the give me give me the, the, the quarterback that's proven himself, even right. though he hasn't really done much. You know he's a top quarterback in the league yeah. with weapons around him. And yeah, he loses Amari Cooper, but you also have C D Lamb who is Stud, stud. You know he's gonna be he's gonna be unbelievable. I think I don't know if it's gonna take him a year or two, but if he isn't already, you know he's gonna be a top. He was, he was great. Last you know week. he might be like I'm. I'm thinking like top, top, top yeah. of the top of the crop. You know what I mean? I'd I'd put him in top ten right now. Right now you're putting him top ten, yeah, but top 10 I think when it's said and done in the next two years, he's like top three. Like I think okay. he's up there with the guys with the big dogs. I think because you know. You know, Justin Jefferson, right? Right. Uh, Jamar Chase. They had those yeah. breakout years where it was like, oh, you, you, you don't even mention the top five without having their names in there, right? A hundred percent. And I think that's coming for CD Lamb, where okay. it's like you, you're gonna put him up there with those guys. And so for those reasons, I go Cowboys. But that Eagles seems scary, man. It yeah. is a scary team. The the thing, the Eagles win this division if they don't make the mistake signing AJ Brown. And starting to turn into a pass-first team. They win this division if they keep doing what they were doing, relying on the run. Because Jalen Hurts, like you said, to your point, he isn't not the most gifted passer in the world. 
But if you open up that pass game through the run, he's kind of he's a poor man's Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Then you leave the field open because you have to watch Jalen Hurts. You have to watch the running backs. You have to have the edges covered. Leave that field open so A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith can do damage. You don't have to pass for 300, 400 yards a game to win in this league. And they were doing that exact thing last year by running and hitting their opportunities when they came. Yeah, no. So, you know, I, I think, like you said, I think it's going to be a really fun battle. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys came back and won the division. Oh, yeah, totally. But but I'm telling you, man, I think the Eagles are going to make it real fun. Uh, yeah, I wonder, real do fun. they play towards the end of the year? I, don't, I, don't, I didn't look at their schedules. I didn't look at their schedules. I mean, we can... Go, we can. Uh, yeah, maybe pull it up quick. Just because yeah. I'm curious. I mean, if there's like a Week 16 battle between the two, that could be... Could Huge. be electric, yeah. Huge. Let's let's double check. I'll have you double check that real yep. quick. Um, okay, so you're going Cowboys. I'm going Eagles. We will. Yeah, move December twenty fourth. They play. What week is that? I believe that's it's the. Th- Third to last week, so that's week four. And so yeah, huge, huge implications. If they're still obviously both in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at that point, um, but we'll go NFC North. We have the Packers at minus 180, the Vikings at plus 275, the Lions plus 1,000, the Bears plus 1,000. Um, obviously, again, I think this really turns into a two-horse race. Um, the Packers, though, like, I'm not sold at not minus sold. 180. Not sold at minus 180. Yeah. yeah. You lose Devontae Adams. Right. You lose Zadarius Smith. Uh-huh. I mean, you're trying to replace Devontae Adams with Sammy Watkins. <laughs> That's what you do. That's all you can do is laugh, right? That's it. Yeah. Your, your top two wide receivers are Alan Lazard and Sammy Watkins. Not only did they lose Devontae Smith, they lost Marquez Valdez-Scantling to the Chiefs. Oh, my goodness. So you lost your top two receivers. I mean... I guess Alan Lazard would maybe, you can argue right. that he was two. But, I mean, you lose two of your top three receivers. Yeah. And Sammy Watkins hasn't exactly been a top 20, 30, even 30 receiver no, in yeah. the last few years. And, 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 and to Aaron Rodgers, you know, it's like, yeah, we were talking about this. You can The quarterbacks elevate the players around them, but, like, you put me at wide receiver. Uh, I'm, you can only elevate me so much. I can't jump very high. I can't catch very well. So, so you you're telling me that you and Sammy Watkins are on at, the same level? No, no. He he's mossing me. You know, don't get me wrong. He's putting me in a blender, and my ankles are snatched. But um, but no, he it's just one of those things where it's like, what what is he gonna what is he gonna have to do? And granted, I like I think their their run game will be what it comes down to with that. Um, Aaron Jones. Yeah, Aaron yeah. Jones, AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon. Probably gonna have a bigger, bigger. Part I think of he's here. gonna be. Uh, I think AJ Dillon's another name where it's like, what, like keep an eye out for an ear out for him because he he that guy can run. Man. I think he's gonna have to do it on a different team though. I think so too. I do think so. Yeah, because I mean, Aaron Aaron Jones has and does deserve. Oh, without a doubt. Running back one. Yeah. Reps, touches. He's a good receiving receiver right. or uh, running back. Um, but, yeah, it's just I don't think it's so much that the Vikings have done anything to, like, show that they can pass the Packers. But 
you know, it, it kind of goes back to that age thing. It's, you know, Aaron Rodgers, and he's has been banged up quite a bit throughout his the last few years of his career. That stuff catches up to you. And he did just get three years, $150 million. How motivated is he to just, you know, like, hey, I have my money. I don't need to keep putting my body on the line every week, you know, and... He, he's already talked about retirement. He's already talked about what he's going to do after football. So if I'm a Packers fan, it's awesome that you still have Aaron Rodgers. I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers on my team than not have him on my team, <laughs> Yes, obviously. But at the end of the day, he just does not seem like a guy to me that in his older age, with what he's already accomplished, just doesn't seem like he's going to want to keep putting it out on the line every week. Yeah, no, I agree. And honestly, you know, my man Kirk Cousins. You he's know, got something to prove. He's got something to prove. He He's coming He's coming with a vengeance this year. You know, he, he, left and right people are bashing the men. And Bash. With all due respect, I get it. Like, my, my buddies, you know, they, they're big Kirk Cousins haters. And, and and if you're watching this, you know, Lou, if you're watching this, just want to give you a heads up. I, I agree with you. I think Kirk Cousins needs to figure it out. But maybe this is his year. Maybe we start seeing a primetime Kirk Cousins where he goes out there and he actually wins games, you know what I mean? I mean maybe Justin maybe all he needed is a little Justin Jefferson in his life, you know what I mean? A little a little healthy Dalvin Cook out there running the ball for him. That could be scary, man. That's a big one, is is a healthy Dalvin Cook because he's another guy. He's a top when he's healthy and running, yeah. he's a top three running back in the league. Yeah, now, not even close. Now yeah, all of a sudden you have, you know, it kind of is like I feel like that it gives me it's giving me Saints vibes in a sense, and right. not 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 exactly because I think, I mean I a little bit with the Michael Thomas, Camara, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin, and you you have those quarterbacks there. Right. Granted, Saints are going up against Tom Brady, but you know regardless, I think the Packers are. Um, I think the Packers have it, but I I don't count out the Vikings. I don't count. Them. Okay, so. Um, had to take a quick little pause there. Had an upset baby. Um, but going right back into the Packers. And it wasn't me. It wasn't no, no, me. no, it was not. It was not Steve. Steve, uh, even though he is a prima donna, and you know we do have to pause for him quite some time. Be the worst. Um, but yeah, going right back into the Packers and Vikings. Um, the Vikings. Zadarius Smith leaves the Packers, goes to the Vikings. Jordan Hicks leaves the Cardinals, goes to the Vikings. Two key players right there. I mean, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, they get Andrew Boo Jr., that that uh, corner out of Clemson, who was, you know, highly sought after. Um, and they, they lose uh, Xavier Woods, Mason Cole, uh, Tyler Conklin, and Nick Vigil. So, I, to me, they're better on paper. Packers are worse on paper. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... I think if you think Kirk Cousins has something to prove, I do. Like I do, yeah. I think. Are we doing this? I think. Are we taking I think the? We, I think we lock it in. Are we taking the Vikings to win the division this year? Can't wait till the Vikings go like five and twelve. <laughs> Packers go like fourteen. Yeah, uh, everyone's just gonna be like, "Oh, that one time they picked the Vikings." I'm never listening to these idiots again. I'm locking it in, man. I'm locking, locking it, it in. in, dude. We're locking in the we Vikings right now. We can do it. Okay. Biggest Viking fan you've ever seen. Absolutely. I mean, why not? Why not, man? Why not? I don't like Aaron Rodgers that much anyway. I think I've said that in the show before. I don't dislike Aaron Rodgers. I just think it's time for him to to go do something else. He just freaking 
Just jabroni. This is jabroni. Just a jabroni at times. Oh. He just needs to go on Pat McAfee's show full time. That's what he should you do. Know, Monday, yeah. Monday through Friday. <laughs> Pat, Pat McAfee makes a ton of money. He, you know, I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers will be sad if he was to do that. And but Pat McAfee, if you're watching this right now, I just want to know I'm a big fan of yours. Same. Yeah, same. You're Pat. awesome. Hey, you if you want to bring job. us on, I know uh, Bub. Bubba Gumpy and I had to go back up to Canada for a bit, so yeah, we'll definitely fill in. Yeah, we'll fill in. We, can, we, we do things. We, we um, uh, we're able to talk about sports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just real quick, NFC North. I just wanted to hit on the Lions a little bit. I don't think the Lions are gonna win a ton of games by any means, but I guarantee you, um, they have a really low win total. And, I mean, we can definitely get into that the closer the season gets. But adding – I'm a huge DJ Chark fan. Okay. And he came over from the Jags. I think that helps them instantly. Right. They draft Aiden Hutchinson, who was supposed to be the number one, you know, consensus number one pick pretty much the entire year until the Jags got the pick and, and Jags did and, you know, did, did what they – <laughs> did what they yeah did what they like to do and and make a pick that made absolutely no sense but um anyway let me see i'm trying to find the lions win total Too right bad. now the, uh, you have jared goff at quarterback i think that's the thing like once they're able to move on from jared goff like the lions are gonna be a solid team i like swift deandre like yeah him. he's he's a stud he's a so yeah i mean the the pieces are in place they're, they're starting to Hawk, get there. Right? TJ Hawkins. TJ Hawkins. Stud. Stud. Absolutely stud. Um, and then the Lions win total for this year is six. With the juice at the over at minus 135, the under at six. So, I mean, six wins is nothing to bat an eye at. Like, it's not a great year, but for a team like the Lions who have been trash yes. the last four to five years... Six wins is a huge step up for them. It would be. It would be. But I, I'm taking the alternate there. I'm going under four wins. Okay. So you do not believe in that? No, I don't. I don't, I don't have a single faith of belief. Now, is that just because... Now, okay, say Jared Goff. Say the Lions got aggressive, yeah. right? And got a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, Jimmy G. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy G, man. He, he, is, a, he is an interesting one. Um, I give him like five, six. Wow, so he's... He's, I don't like Jimmy G either, though. He's sorry. He's like, okay, what available quarterback? Like, give say, me a, oh, available. Yeah, like Baker Mayfield. Baker, Baker's a good one. Baker I, I think, Mayfield. I, I kind of believe in Baker. I think Baker yeah. pushes it. Jimmy G and, and Jared Goff are like to me like similarish in my opinion, where it's like they both done things and they've both kind of played well, but it's mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, I don't think they're exceptionally great quarterbacks. I don't. Agreed. I don't. I really don't see anything special about them. I think they kind of, uh, I'm not going to call them prima donnas, but um, I don't think I don't think they're, they I don't think they take the sport super seriously. I think that's I would it. say Baker Mayfield is definitely a prima donna. Yeah, but I think he's a good baller. You know, he's a good like, baller. I think Jared Goff is like, I think he just stinks, man. He was terrible. So he was Jimmy terrible. G, coming out Jimmy G is like, dude, like they both were on fantastic teams, and neither of them really performed well. Baker Mayfield's on the damn Browns. Okay, who would you who would you take? If you had to, yeah, Jimmy G or Jared Goff? Oh, probably Goff. I'm taking Jimmy G no. a thousand times out of no. Thousand. I'm taking Goff. 
Jimmy G is Jimmy G is, is Jimmy G. Me, you guys aren't gonna win very no, many games. No, no, I'm gonna tell you. Jimmy that. G is is literal Jimmy. He's a literal Jimmy G. You know what I mean? Like, right. He, he the, I don't know what the you mean. The phrase by that has been completely. coined by by uh, by Squash. Me and my buddies, my friend okay. group, and right. it, it, they're a literal Jimmy G. You know, if you're a Jimmy G, you go out there, you get paid the big bucks to to really to not do much. I don't like Jimmy G. I can tell. Yeah, there's definitely a vendetta there. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, I mean, it does. It, it sounds a little bit personal. It's a little personal. Did Jimmy G steal a girlfriend from me one day? And it was, I forget what, what game was it. it was, this was like two years ago or something. Uh-huh. He just throws like, oh my god, it was like it was an awful game to watch. But he throws this one bad interception, okay. and I lost it. Okay. I lost it. I went off on a rampage. You don't know how to throw the football. That guy's. This way, you're throwing it that way. It was just, and since that day, I can't look at Jimmy G the same. One of my least favorite ballers. Jimmy G or Carson Wentz. Oh, Carson Wentz. See, I like Carson Wentz, but I just think he's not, he's like, uh, he's, he's got half Physically, injury. he's like shot. Yeah, he's shot, man. He's yeah. like, literally, he's like, something's going on. Can't throw on. a football anymore. Yeah. He can't really run I don't anymore. think he has like, some, he can't like, he doesn't push off the same, you know, when he yeah. makes those throws. He yeah. doesn't have that, you know, and it sucks because he was, he was really good when I he agree. first came out. Yeah. So, I'll take a beat-up Carson Wentz over Jimmy G. Good lord. Okay, now this is turning into What about Philip Rivers? He still plays or no? He does not. He's he coaching. He's coaching high school now. He's coaching. I'll yeah. take Philip Rivers. Over Jimmy G? Yeah. Okay. I, I retire Philip Rivers. Kyler Murray over Jimmy G. I'm taking Jimmy G. <laughs> Kyler Murray sucks. <laughs> he's a literal creep without him. Oh, there you go. Kyler Murray is worse than Jimmy G, according to Steve. But, and I honestly, I'm inclined to kind of agree with you at this point. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, all right, well, we got uh, got a good episode in for you guys. Uh, thank you, Steve, for, for coming back and gracing us with your presence. Yeah, we, I, we really, love having you I really appreciate you having me on the show after all these hot takes I've been Dude, throwing over the last couple weeks. Okay, Braxton Berrios or Jimmy G? <laughs> <laughs> You're taking the steak or the bread, my man. Oh, You're taking Braxton hey, Berrios. You guys remember we we still we're still taking Braxton Berrios for NFL MVP this year. Plus twenty million. Plus twenty twenty billion. Twenty billion. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll be back next week with AFC yes. win totals. Yep. Uh, probably talk a little bit more about who left the PGA Tour. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, thank you guys and. Uh, obviously thank you for listening and hopefully we'll be having you guys watch here pretty soon. Much love. Yeah. See you guys. Thanks.